All right. Hello. Hello. My name is Joe. And I work at at the the Butter Factory. One day. (laughs) Holy's like, what is happening? No, isn't it? You said battery factory? Butter. Butter. Butter factory. Oh, I always thought it was a button. Uh oh. This sounds like a regional (laughs) dispute. But why would you go turn the button with your left hand and then your right hand? I guess. Why would you turn the butter with your left hand for that matter? I don't know. I don't know. I never Hmm. heard it other than when you sang it. Yeah. That's because you're a, a toddler compared to me, Daniel. Yep. That's, you're a spring, that's spring chicken. Yep. What are you doing I, right now? Yeah, we used to drive my grandma nuts with it. Oh, speaking of driving people nuts, my yeah. wife is looking it up right now. Nut? Oh, good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello, my name is Joe, and I work in a button factory. What? Seriously? Yes. 40 fucking years. <laughs> yeah, but is Speaking the of butter factory version? I don't think so. Everything is button. You're right. So you, all you, I did, you, I only Googled, hi, and, well, hello, my name is Joe, and the, I work in a button factory is what came up. And you, so you turned buttons? Like, why do you turn buttons? I don't huh. know. Why do you turn butter? You don't turn butter. You churn well, butter. Well, that's what I always thought, but I thought it was just one of those things that got lost in translation, and I just got used to saying turn instead of churn. Right. Hello, my name is Joe, and I work in a button factory. I got a wife, a dog, and a family. One day, the boss came up to me and said, Hey, Joe, are you busy? I said, No. He said, Turn the button with your left hand. Turn the button with your right hand. Not left foot, right foot. It says butt. I don't know how you turn the button with your butt. Yeah, so it's know. the same, same concept. Tongue. Yeah. Yeah. You just go through and you got to keep moving all the body parts right. that you're using like through the entire time yeah we learned it in school and everybody said butter so the teacher done fucked us made me look <laughs> made me look like an idiot so we did it Thanks at camp lot. like i learned it at camp right it was it a camp like song it, it does all, yeah it does sound like it was a camp song button huh well, i mean i know lots of other camp songs too <laughs> keeping you up old man yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, of things that are not what I thought they were, um, I learned just a couple weeks ago that the song You Oughta Know by Alanis Morissette, uh-huh. at the very beginning, she says, I want you to know. I always thought that she said that I had faith in you. That's not what she says. No. 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 For years, that's how I've heard that, and I've sang it. And then the other day, I watched like this unplugged version of her singing it, and she like slowed down, enunciated, and she was like, "I want you to know that I've had beef for you." And I was uh. like, "What? <laughs> what?" So now, so then I listened to like you know the album version again, and now I can hear it plain as fucking day. And I'm like, "Oh my god." 
so there do you remember the song it's like hush hush keep it down down i'm not gonna sing it voices carry uh-huh. do you remember hush <laughs> hush keep it down down it, voices carry no yeah you, but, at least sing the melody or hum hush, it hush keep it down down voices carry kind like of yes from the 80s Yes. And my friend forever thought it was hush hush keep it down down it's so scary. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, yeah. I I recognize it now. But but it's voices carry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, there's millions of songs that that are like that where you can yep. mishear it, but just when you like like especially with the you ought to know song, like I was a huge Lana Morissette fan. Like I listened to that song probably 10,000 times. We Just we need to hear this because I need to know what you're talking about. Hold on. Are you talking about me? Yeah, shush. Wait, what? <laughs> How did you ever think that? Oh, sorry. I'm that, sorry. Because, like, she was disappointed. Like, I wanted you to know that I had faith in you, but then you did this shit to me. Like, that's where my brain went, right? Right. And, but she, I wanted you to know that I had beef for you. No, that's not what she's saying. She's not saying I had beef for you. Yes, it is. Look up the no, lyrics. It's not. Where are you getting? That's that? what I'm telling. Because I heard her sing it in like a fucking acoustic, fucking slowed down version, and that's when I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> so I googled it. No, it's I'm happy for you. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, listen, and even if you look it up in Apple Music and you look up the lyrics as, you know, as it goes along, it's happy for you. Happy. Happy. Oh my God, now I got to find that fucking video. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy for you. Dude, this is fucking weird because I just looked it up again and it does say happy, but I looked it up that fucking day. You oh found, my gosh. You found some troll. <laughs> no! Somebody was tricking you. I'm telling you. She, I heard her sing it and that's why I'm like, Maybe oh she God. did a revised version of it. I don't know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm happy. Because first you, you had me like, wait, I have faith in you? And then and then you said I had beef for you? And that, that doesn't make any sense. And it's not beef for you anyway. It's beef with you. I know, Daniel. <laughs> I'm telling like, you. She's not bringing a, a steak to someone. Uh, Alanis, <laughs> thank you so much for this cheeseburger. <laughs> My beef. <laughs> Just what I wanted. Well, I mean, to Jeremy's defense, you know, I have beef with you like a man at you. Yeah. I want you to know. I have beef for you. Mad at you. Got beef. With you. With you. Right. Yeah. Not for you. Wow. That was something. (sighs) (laughs) 
This is going to drive you nuts. But we have to move on. So, this is... <laughs> Do we? We could have a whole episode on song lyrics. We thought we're one thing and are a different thing. When I was a kid, oh, I oh, was... I found it, I found it, I found it, I found it. Okay, you'll have to text me the link. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's because she emphasizes the P, P. instead of happy. Like, usually when people say happy, it's the H-A that gets the emphasis, not the P-P-Y, you know? The P-P never gets the emphasis, for sure. (laughs) Why? I don't know. Okay. So, now that I've looked like an idiot twice, very quickly, good times. Yep. Uh, That's good times. Classic Jeremy, am I right? Um, man, I'm, we should have been recording that. <laughs> we were recording that. I hope you were recording it. <laughs> no, no. Been no, recording no. for the last no. nine minutes. Hmm. Uh-oh. Um, yes, I was recording. <sighs> good. So, this is, of course, we have a podcast with... Of course. Uh, Jeremy Brown and myself, Daniel Jones, and my wife, Coley Jones. Hi. Hi, you're back. Oh, I'm never leaving. (laughs) (laughs) Well, according to Cousin Phil, you are the best part of the uh, show. Did you hear that on the last episode, Jeremy? I think at this point she's been on more of the last five shows than either of us. Yeah, right? She's more consistent. The constant. Yeah. Yeah. Did I hear on the last episode that it was just you two? No, did you? Did you hear that Cousin Phil that told me that uh, I'm. Unequivocally, that I'm the best part of of the show. (laughs) The the Coley is? Yeah, didn't he say that like a long time ago? He did, but he reiterated when we saw him. Uh, That makes sense. Oh, like in in person, he was like, I just want to make sure I. I, um, I crystal clear pin, pin this point home yes yeah yeah there's no question yep i don't disagree with him you know <laughs> no I don't maybe know. we should we'll just see. let Coley she's go still, solo she still has time to prove prove him wrong yeah it's like the numbers thing like yeah she hasn't had enough opportunity to <laughs> fail yet. yeah exactly <laughs> there you go right precisely yeah. You know, a guy can have, like, an amazing rookie season, and then it all goes downhill after that. Yeah, he can have sex with underage girls. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, I know what you're referring to, but out of context, (laughs) that didn't make much sense. That's what I'm best at. (laughs) Yeah, do you know what he's referring to? No. Yeah, Wander Franco, which is quite a name, uh, baseball player who's a very good baseball player, but um, seems like a very bad person. I'm sorry, I can't help Why it. Is he, what team does he play for? I always have to play the for Rays. Them. Well, he doesn't play for them anymore. Well, no. he did, oh. did play for them, yeah. Okay. Yep. No? Yep. Missed yeah. that one. If it doesn't have to do the Red Sox, I don't really pay attention. 
Yeah. Anyway. Are you guys even going to have a team next year? Jeez. God, who knows? It's ridiculous. Um, how was your Christmas? Jer. <laughs> Jer. So. <laughs> fucking Jer. It's hilarious. <laughs> you guys can call me Jer. You're one of the very few that I'm going to allow. Um. <laughs> Christmas was actually pretty great, so we just kind of stayed home, and the girls, I went and picked them up at 9 o'clock, we came home, and uh, I don't wrap Santa presents, so they saw those first. Yeah, we don't need Well, I mean, Santa doesn't. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Um, So they got (laughs) I don't even know why I'm correcting you. Or myself, because it's not they like got a, our daughter a listens to switch to share and a note from Santa telling them he thought they were big girls and they could handle sharing a gift. Nice. So they got a switch and a couple games and um, some candy canes. Nothing crazy from Santa. Very nice. It was just Bogey. Bogey came downstairs. He was up there, yeah. Okay. I love you. Sweet dreams. Mwah. Sorry. It's okay. Then we unwrapped presents. And then uh, I cooked dinner for all of us. Melissa and her dad were here, so... We crammed into around our tiny little dining room table and had Christmas dinner. And then we pretty much were lazy the rest of the day. Oh, that sounds so yeah. nice. I want it a was lazy nice. Christmas. And Angela... Happened. Yeah, it's it's been a while since I've had a lazy Christmas. It, it was nice. Like, the kids were just chill and relaxed. Like, it wasn't even chaotic like I was, was, was expecting it. Yeah. But Angela was supposed to have her tonsils out the next morning. Right. Yeah. So, tonsils and adenoids. Um, so, I let her sleep on the couch, and I slept in the chair, or sat in the chair next to her, because I needed to keep an eye on her, because she likes to get up in the middle of the night and chug water and... Oh. Dig dig into cupboards and eat and all that good stuff. So I was yeah. trying to make sure she didn't do that. <clears throat> and Yeah, right. Um anyway, we get to Great Falls and I get her all checked in and she's like she's been terrified of this since she knew it was happening. And she's like in full on like manic mode. And I just about get her all the way checked in when Alicia gets there and um, we go up to the second floor of the hospital where the operating room is and we buzz in and the nurse tells us she'll come out and get us in a few minutes. So we go to the waiting area and we sit down and like Angela's like gripping my arm like her like fingernails are digging into me, right? Mm-hmm. And we see the nurse walking towards us and like Angela takes like this deep breath and like, like let's go like relaxes. And it's like, she's like, okay, fine. This is happening. I can do this. Yeah. Then the nurse tells us that the doctor's sick and he is postponing surgery until probably Thursday. 
this so, Thursday? No, two days. So this was a Tuesday. It would have been oh, okay. two days from that day. Okay. So then she kind of had to go through that all again, only to get a call Wednesday saying that it was he still wasn't feeling better. So. Oh, jeez. So, so I think w- she was relieved, but she still had to go through that terror a couple of times. I don't think Wednesday was as bad. So did it happen? No. Oh, jeez. No. So at this point, um, she's going to have to miss two f- full weeks of school, according to the doctor. So just going to wait till right when school gets out. Okay. Okay. So she doesn't have to miss two weeks at school because she struggles a little bit in school, and I don't think yeah. it would be good for her to have to catch up after that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so Christmas for me it was much more chaotic leading up to Christmas than actual Christmas Day this year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What about you guys? You guys had all kinds of parties and events and <laughs> soirees to attend. What didn't we do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We sure did. It was busy. Like I said, I just want a Christmas where we can just like sit around and do nothing. We had a couple of days, though. What days? Thursday and Friday. Thursday and Friday. No, not Thursday, because your family was here. No, right. My we hosted family, family came Thursday. Here. So Friday, we got to kind of just sit and relax and not do too much. And then Saturday, too. And then Sunday we went to Newport. Yeah. And Monday. You guys have too many, too much family. I'm not saying that as though it's a bad thing, but my point is because of that, <laughs> you'll never have a laid back, relaxed holiday season. No. No. Maybe Christmas when we you're like Hampshire. super old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, Monday we went to New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Tuesday you went back to work. And- I had Quinn, yep. and then Wednesday, and then Thursday we hosted your family's Christmas. Yep, I took Thursday and Friday off. And then Friday, and then Saturday we went back to New Hampshire for the mm-hmm. regifting party. Yep. And then we went to Newport. So yeah, it was... We did so much. It was busy. It was good, but it was busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. Are I your just decorations wanted... still up? Oh, no. No. That was emphatic. (laughs) Did they come down on Monday or before Monday? Before. Was that Saturday? I took mine mine down Tuesday. Um, Like after Christmas. Oh, okay. We we had to get through the Jones family Christmas, which was Thursday, with all the decorations up. And then Friday started Friday. And then Saturday, I just... Quinn and Dan were like playing the switch or watching something, and I just started taking all the decorations off the tree. I was like, yeah. I can't stand I this thing anymore. So, I think we were playing switch, yeah, or something, and then you just got up and started de Christmasing. Yeah. I was like, oh, we're doing this now. Okay, all right. Um, and then. I don't know what I was going to say. Oh, so how do the girls like the Switch? Because I mentioned the Switch. Uh, They actually like it quite a bit. Um, Ellie's always been into that kind of, or I mean, since she's, the last couple years anyway, since she's been old enough. Yeah. 
She plays um, my PS5 a fair amount when I let her. Right. The other two haven't ever seemed too terribly interested in it. Right. Autumn a little bit. Um, but, yeah, they're all playing the Switch quite a bit. They play Mario Kart a lot. Yeah. Um, Angela's not great at it, so she gets a little bit frustrated and just goes and writes in her journal. She has journals all over the place. She's a writer. Oh, that's nice. Um, but she tries. So mostly they played yeah. Mario Kart. They do have the Bluey game and um, a Yoshi game that they haven't played yet. But, yeah, they really like Mario Kart. And yeah. Autumn, Autumn is getting almost as good as Ellie at it. So There's a lot of assists on Mario Kart that you can turn on. There's... Um... Like, I don't know if they play with the Joy-Cons, but there's, like, certain things you can turn on that basically play the game for them. I don't like, know. If, are they on by default? Because it does seem pretty easy. <clears throat> no, um, I don't think they are. But, yeah, that's my problem with that Mario Kart game is that it's sort of on rails. Like, there's, it's too easy. Which opinion. is great for for kids, I guess. Yes. So they game. they I mean the Mario Switch Kart 64 came before was hardcore man. The Switch came with one set of Joy Cons, obviously. And Dylan bought two more sets, but I bought these cheap third party like you know like Xbox style PS5 style controllers because yeah, that's yeah, what they were used to. Kind of things, yep. And then Dylan ended up buying like these steering wheels. Which, oh, yeah. Those things suck. They frustrate me. So they all seem to really like the, the you know, normal console-style controllers. Except for Angela, because she can't grasp the concept. Like, she just holds the left joystick all the way to the left the whole time. But when yeah. she uses the steering wheel, she does better. Right. But... I don't know if I'm just stupid, but when you put a Joy-Con in the steering wheel, like it makes all the other controls all funky, like selecting your characters and all that other stuff. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know. This... I've never used the steering wheels, but I imagine that it makes it a little harder to reach certain buttons. This The Switch controller thing is crazy to begin with. It's stupid. It is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mario Kart. They've been playing a lot of Mario Kart. I just keep it on the 50 cc so maybe that's part of what makes it easier but well yeah yeah it's like it's like going around on a golf cart yeah i should trick them and crank it up to a 200 cc when they're not expecting it and see how good they are (laughs) then right um well quinn got a couple Games. She got Just Dance 4, which or 2024, which is very exciting. Um, and then she got Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. No, not Kingdom Battle. Sparks of Hope, which is the sequel to Kingdom Battle. Okay. And it's like a strategy game. Yeah, I bought that one for the kids, not knowing what it was, because it was yeah. like, sell for like 10 bucks or something. My <laughs> sister got it for her, because probably for that same reason. And... Yeah, it's, I I kind of like it. It's kind of cool, but I don't think Quinn is into it because it's not, you know. Yeah, it's like, makes it's, sense. 
it's a strategy game. Like, they take turns, you know. Um, so, yeah, she was... I don't think she was disappointed, but it just wasn't what she was expecting. She hasn't, to her credit, she has not told me she's disappointed. She played it a bunch and kind of, like, was explaining how to play it to me and everything. Um, she, she seems fine with it, but I think, in general, she's not really into video games all that much. And she's I just not. I, I just hate, need to I hate accept to break it. your heart, but she's yeah. really not. She doesn't it's make okay. you happy. Yeah, it no. doesn't make her happy. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay, Daniel. Um, did you guys exchange gifts with each other? Define gifts. <laughs> so did let's. Can we talk about something else? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. 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 Um, no. 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 <laughs> how? How was? How was Newport? <laughs> so did you did you got, drop in on Mr. and Mrs. Russell while you were there? Yeah. Now we could talk about Newport and and uh, the Gilded Age in a minute, but um, no, we we cause I think I mentioned this on the Christmas episode that we were gonna do like or before Christmas last time you and I talked, Jeremy, that like we were going to do. Yeah, I guess it was, wasn't it? Um, stockings for each other yeah. instead of regular presents. And I just, it doesn't really work out when we do that. No. <laughs> no, it did doesn't. You, Coley, did you get screwed? I'm getting the sense here that you got like a $10 Starbucks card and some peanuts or something. Um, how about some washcloths? <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> And I said, washcloths? He's like, well, we needed some. We needed washcloths. That should not be my Christmas Then that's you shouldn't do stockings. <laughs> I mean, I suppose they fit in a stocking nice. No, but... Uh-huh. <laughs> so... Like, washcloths? So what'd you, what'd you get? Some mop and glow in your stocking, Daniel? I'm, I'm not... Um, was, there, was there a house cleaning theme? I got I got a lot of underwear. You, but here's the difference. I did not ask for washcloths. That never came out of my mouth. The person sitting next to me did you ask, ask for, for underwear, anything, but he did ask for underwear. You don't give me any ideas. So I I did not. He says he got he got five pairs of underwear in the stocking amongst other things, but he did ask for it. I didn't ask for washcloths that the whole family needs. You also got. <laughs> okay. we, can also... Certainly, we can certainly move on. It's okay. <laughs> you also got oven mitts. I did get oven mitts. Yeah, because I ruined the last yeah, ones. I know. So, I, so you ruined the other ones. So for Christmas, I got new oven mitts. Yeah. They're nice ones, though. They are nice, William Sonoma. They're William Sonoma yeah. oven well, mitts, so though. Yeah. He went all out, but... If I'm going to get your oven mitts, I wanted to get you nice oven mitts, so I did. Yeah, but again, it's something that benefits the whole family. <laughs> what else did you get me? You got me the PlayStation gift card, so that went towards Spider-Man. Yeah. Two. And you got a Switch Pro controller. And the Switch Pro controller. I got you plates. You I did. got you those plates you wanted. You did. Quinn got you those. Yes, and, and Quinn, Quinn got, got you the, the pro controller. controller. Yeah. Yes. What else? 
Well, that was nice of Queen. It was nice. Wasn't he got it? a new wallet, but it didn't quite work out. And yeah. then no water oh walla water bottle. Oh and I got you a Stanley water bottle. You did. Which was Ooh, not like, what you wanted. Like the forty <laughs> ounce Stanley. Yes. Like that I have to use two hands to drink from. Because <laughs> it's so heavy when it's full. I said it Does reminds it fit? me. Does it Does fit it in your cup holder in your car though? Barely. So I brought it to work today. It was my first day back at work, and I got it to fit in the front seat, like okay. cup holder. So that's fine. But <clears throat> the Owala barely fit in your. No, I know. No, I understand too, that. So. But the Owala, like I could put it in my backpack because I could close it and right. it wouldn't spill. I can't put the Stanley in my work bag. Right, right. But I was joking with Dan that the Stanley, and I'm getting used to it. I do enjoy drinking from it. It's just heavy when it's full. Is I have to like use both hands like when I was in my twenties drinking a forty because my hands are so small like I needed mm. both hands to drink a forty <laughs> so now I need both hands to lift my Stanley to have a drink of water. But so anyway, yeah. What'd uh, you get yourself, Jeremy? Merry Christmas! I got myself some socks to put in my stocking so that the girls would think Santa didn't hate me. And nice. A 12-pack of zero-sugar squirt. Okay. And that was really all that I zero had sugar for my squirt. self on Christmas. Okay. What'd you but get yourself Then after, after Christmas? Christmas, I bought some stuff for my car. I bought nice. some crossbars so I could attach stuff on the top. And a hitch so I could tow a little camper or something. And some back seat protectors because those fucking kids won't keep their feet <laughs> off the fucking seats. Oh, man. My car I should, is I should have said that like that. Mess. But you know, you know how it is. Oh, yeah. Right. You make these efforts when they're like new, but they don't last. <clears throat> yeah. um, oh, no. Quinn knows in my car we don't eat or make any money and everything comes out of my car that goes in my car but dan's car on the other hand yeah we take my car everywhere we do and it's probably my fault but i never force her to like take her crap out of my car after she i i've always made my kids do that but still no matter what you do especially if you go on trips like they have to have some sort of snacks when you go on trips like that's just the way it is I usually only let them have water in the car, so if that gets spilled, it's not as big of a deal. Um, but I, so the big thing I bought though was I bought a Thule uh, cargo carrier for my roof. So I'm excited about that. I did a lot of research and agonized over which brand and style to buy, but I think I made the right choice. So, so which kid rides in that? Yeah, that'll be where Dylan rides. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Those things that can works. hold a lot of stuff. Yeah, it doesn't look like it can hold all that much, but can it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I asked a lot of questions and looked at pictures, and like it'll hold all three of their um, carry-on size suitcases, plus nice. a bunch of other crap. Yeah, because we're going to. Newport this summer. Not, Newport. Not your Newport. I know. <laughs> West Coast Newport. But, um, so you know, you're you got to. No, we're driving. But No, you're driving. Right. But you got to pack 
normal for a vacation, but also we're st- we're staying at a um, Verbo. I got a Verbo on the beach. So we're going to be spending a lot of time on the beach, but you got to pack all the beach shit for that, which I didn't even think about when I did that. Verbo, huh? You got to have chairs. You got to have like, you know, all that stuff. So I'm going to need the space and I'll probably still end up renting a tiny U-Haul or something to tow behind. Just, I don't know. We'll see. But yes, a Verbo, Daniel. It's kind of like an Airbnb, but it's a Verbo. Is that all Verbo is? Yeah, it's essentially, it's just rental properties. It's just an Airbnb competitor. Yeah, except they their thing is, I don't know a whole lot about Airbnb or Verbo or the other one. I forget its name, the other big I've one. I've never used either of them. But apparently Airbnb will allow multiple people or families to book larger properties at the same time, right? So, like, oh. Verbo's big thing is is they don't do that, like... Right. Only only one guest per booking. Whatever that means. But so hmm. does that mean that if you wanted to go in with like friends or family, you couldn't do that? Like I guess No, you, you could, could. Just pay. You could. You know. I think what it means is like like say you got like a seven bedroom house, right? Yeah. You, Put it on Airbnb, like as two separate properties. Oh yeah. So no. you rent out like three bedrooms, and then you allow the other bedrooms to also be rented out to different people at the same time. Right. Like Verbo advertises or claims that that they don't do that, like single renter properties or something. Gotcha. Something. Yeah, yeah. I remember the commercial now. There's there's many things in life that I think are my worst nightmare, but my worst nightmare might be showing up to a house that we rent and there's another family in it renting the other yeah. bedrooms. Yeah. Like, that That'd be awful. Be my worst like, nightmare. It's like, fuck, yeah. I didn't bring my Sharpie to write on our food. I didn't think right. I was going to need that. <laughs> Is there a bathroom schedule? Like, I'm yeah. not doing that. Um, and then you got your ticket to go yes. to Connecticut in the yes. summer. Very exciting. Thanks in large part to a generous benefactor. Um, that's kind Mrs. of a funny Russell. story. Yes, we should, we should tell that story real quick. So sure, for those of you that, that story. don't know, I had gotten engaged in August of 2019 and the wedding was supposed to be in May of 2020. And naturally the first people I reached out to were Mr. and Mrs. Daniel Jones and excited, excitedly you guys purchased tickets to come to my wedding. We sure did. Yeah. Then everything changed when COVID came and our wedding got rescheduled from May to August. And then even in August, the local health department told us that it, um, even if it was outside, we couldn't have more than 50 guests. So things kind of narrowed down. I don't think you guys were too keen on traveling at that time anyway. So you ended up not coming. Long story short. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And as it turns out, that was probably for the best because it would have been a bad value for the length of the marriage. 
Anyway, well, <laughs> I'm not. You know, I, I would have just been happy to see you yes. and be there. Yes, and I know the girls and everything. Fine. You were you were coming for that, not for all the other yeah. stuff. Anyway, so because you didn't go, you ended up getting a travel credit. Um, and something similar happened with me. I bought Dylan a plane ticket to go to California. Uh, I want to say Berkeley. I don't know. I forget. Because his favorite band, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, was going to play oh, yeah. a show there. And he and his friend had bought tickets. So for his birthday, I bought him plane ticket. Wow. But flying out of Great Falls, Montana to wherever it was in California, um, used three different airlines, right? And the ticket was only like $300, $380 maybe. Yeah. So I did get travel credits, but it was one was like ninety dollars, one was like one hundred and thirteen dollars, <laughs> and they were all for different airlines. Yeah. Um, I don't even. Yeah. Anyway, so um, that must have been difficult to finagle. Well, I don't even know if I could access them at this point. Well, I guess yeah, it doesn't right. matter because the yeah. year is year is ended. Yeah. Well, so, so you guys, yeah, so you guys had to use your travel voucher by. What was it? December 31st of this 31st, year. And then yeah. by a couple of days ago. Earlier this year, you had told me that you had planned on coming to Montana for Daniel's birthday in April. And then I think what happened was you looked at airfare and it had gone <laughs> yes. up so much for all three of you. You were like, eh. Yeah. So then yeah. I, I, I assume you two discussed it and came up with the idea to transfer that travel credit to me so that I wouldn't have to worry about making it to your party in July. So that's what happened. So the tickets you guys bought for my wedding, you have now gifted to me so that I could go to your wedding anniversary party. And I think that's beautiful. So thank you. And Yeah, it rhymes. Yep. It rhymes? <laughs> it rhymes? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you? It's poetic, I guess. I was going to say, do you mean it's poetic? <laughs> I'm like replaying every word I just said in my head thinking, what the fuck did I say that rhymed? God, I'm just tripping over myself this whole episode. I meant... You should have seen the look I was giving him. I was like, I don't... I'm so lost. (laughs) I think I was giving him the same look. But where are you? I feel like I was glancing in your direction, Coley, to see if you you were like thinking the same thing I was. What is happening? I meant that life rhymes. And I almost didn't even say it rhymes, but I was so fucking confused I had to. It was just like... Oh, Uh, baby. Anyway, it is poetic. It is poetic. poetic. I get the sentiment. There you go. Yeah. So, no, yeah, I mean, it's so freaking expensive mm-hmm. to yeah, because to and from Montana. Well, so when I went there, when did I go there? 2015? Yeah, Quinn was pretty little. Yeah. yeah. I think 20, my round trip ticket. Um, it was, okay, this is how my brain works. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, babe. You're going to scoff at me. I remember playing... It might have been 2016. <laughs> I remember playing Salt and Sanctuary with you uh-huh, yeah. in our in our house um, before, uh-huh. and that game came out in about March or February of 2016. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was 2016. 
It was 2016. <laughs> anyway, my round trip ticket then was less than $500. It was four something. So yep. it was it was more than triple that this time. Insane. Yeah. So I would have found a way to make it. I would have made it. I probably went to bought my Thule. But since you guys were so generous, <laughs> I didn't have to worry about that part of it. Yeah. We didn't want you to have to. Well, yeah. we were trying to figure out where we could even go. Because exactly. to go see you, it was one person, one ticket. Yeah. No, this then, is a better better value. You know, and then we thought about other places. But without having the party, we didn't really want to go anywhere. So I was like, why don't we give it to Jeremy? I thought about going to Indiana. But yeah. even going to Indiana to visit my sister, we wouldn't have been able to afford all three of us on, on that, on that credit. credit. Yeah. So To Indiana and back. So. Well, it's greatly appreciated. It's come yeah. full circle. It has. I it was doesn't rhyme. <laughs> I was a poet and didn't even know it. Oh. Oh. So anyway, um, yeah, well, so maybe when you're here, we can take you to, to Newport. Uh, Newport. The other well, Newport. Yeah, I'll, I'll only be there like a couple days. I know. But. Yeah, we, we probably won't. But I was just trying to transition. So. I should make it an annual thing to come. What do you guys do on the 4th of July? Nothing. We wait for you to come from Montana. Because essentially I will be free every 4th of July for the rest of my life. Well, essentially we will have a place for you every 4th of July for the rest of your life. But I was also thinking, I guess we're using valuable airtime for me to think out loud here, that I would love to bring my girls there. So potentially yeah. next yeah. summer I might get ballsy and drive during, Ooh, okay. during our 14-day vacation. All right. It'll still cost you about $1,700. Not the way but. I drive, Daniel. Not the way I drive. <laughs> you don't have to pee and poop if you don't eat and drink. Um, <laughs> That's very true. My cousin and I drove from New Hampshire to San Francisco. We left on Friday night at 4.30, and we made it to San Francisco Tuesday. See, that's pretty good. It was pretty good. So the thing is, it might cost seventeen hundred dollars, but it's not going to cost seventeen hundred times five. Like that's the difference. That's yeah. true. Right. 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 Yep. Well, your cousin is a race car driver, so I drove a lot of. <coughs> okay. <laughs> but we did max my car out in Arizona. So. What do you mean, max your car? Out? Like oh, on the, the flats, like gotcha. you know, yeah, peg it speed. <laughs> Got the. The Mazda 3 up to like 125. Nice. Yeah. Um, can we talk about Gilded Age? Sure, but anyway, I'm very Does excited to, to come to your... We're excited to have you. Yes, so. we're excited too. Um, yeah, so... We should do a live episode. We should. I sure. We did, we did the last Sounds time. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Well, I wasn't a part of that. It wasn't. No, I wasn't cool enough yet. See, and like this is going to sound stupid, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm mostly excited because I'm going to actually be able to enjoy myself and not try to hide my complete alcoholic dysfunction like I did the last time I was there. Uh, <laughs> um, I do have a legitimate question for you. Yeah. And we don't have to keep this on the recording if you don't want to. But sure. Um. We're obviously going to be serving alcohol. Oh no, it's party. fine. That, that's fine. No issue. Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure, because I don't want to cause 
you know, you any discomfort or. No. So there's a, I mean, there's, um, I have a legitimate answer or or response to that if you care for it, but of course the thing with that is, is I always am around alcohol because it's everywhere. So essentially I'm fine as long as I don't take a drink. If I take a drink, then it wouldn't matter if you had it or anybody had it, I would find it. So yeah. Basically, every day I make the decision to not take that drink. And as long as I do that, it's fine. Like, like nothing's going to make me drink. Like, nothing bad could happen or good could happen unless I choose to. And that's always risky. But nothing you do is going to make that happen or prevent that from happening, if that makes any sense. Yep. No, it makes sense. It's the same as... My husband, my gay husband, who, you know, battles. He still sometimes battles, but sure. for the most part is doing really good. Um, you know, it's the same thing. You know, he, he'll he be there. He's coming. He wouldn't yeah. miss it. Um, you know, but I had the same conversation with him, so. Yeah. No, I've, I've, I mean, there's alcohol at work. There's, when I lived with Alicia, there was always some alcohol in the house. It was, it was funny because... For a while, she'd come home and she would look at the wine and count the beers in the fridge. And one day I was like, you don't need to count them because if one's going to be gone, they're all going to be gone. <laughs> like, seriously. Right. I'm not, I'm not going to stop at one if I take one. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, don't. Okay. I've catered plenty of events. I've served alcohol. It's. Yep. It's, it's cool. All right. Cool. Now, Gilded Age. Yes. Gilded Age. Okay. Damn you, Jeremy. I know, right? Oh. I remember <laughs> the last time Coley and I recorded without Daniel. I, I kind of mentioned this show a little bit, and I don't think she'd seen it at all yet. No. No. So, Coley is not a big period piece fan. No, I'm not. She doesn't like things that take place before 1990. How do you even know Pretty that? Much. How do you how do you recognize that about yourself? I would never even think of myself as being that way or not that way. That's strange. It bores me. Okay. I don't know. I, I, it just I think you I just, just go into it. it thinking it's going to bore you, but it's. But then you watch something like the Gilded Age, and you're well, the like, Gilded oh, Age wait. was fantastic. Right. But I was just talking to my best friend Kara tonight, and I said I was getting out of the car. I'm like, I gotta go because. I got to get Quinn to bed and uh, had run an errand and we're doing the podcast. We're going to talk about the Guild Age. And she was like, oh, it was so good. I haven't watched the second season yet. She said, but have you watched Down, uh, Downton Abbey? She said, I'm watching that right now. And I said, no, I haven't. And she's like, it's good. It's like the Gilded Age, except for the Gilded Age is like fast forward, faster paced drama. And I think that's, I think she hit the nail on the head. Like, right. I think I don't like period things because it's just so, so slow. slow and drawn out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But the Gilded Age wasn't that. It had a really good pace to it, so I think that's why I didn't mind that one. So like But those... when she said that it clicked. I was like, Oh yeah. They're normally very slow and boring to me. Those like Canadian drama series, I can't stand those. And that's why. Because they're just like uh something happened. What's mm-hmm. what Canadian drama oh, series? God. I don't know. Like is Heartland <laughs> one of them? I don't remember the names of them. Um I think so. Uh, and, and Becky was on one of them. Like, 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 Interesting. You know, but she's I understand in, like, a, you know she's in a whole series of um, <laughs> Lifetime movies? movies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, With, so that's kind of what these are. They're like Lifetime movies except series, but they're all like... From the CBC, the Canadian Broadcast Company. Okay, yeah. so maybe this is maybe we're talking about the same thing. I don't know. Yeah. It could be. Um. Well, anywho. So yeah, the Gilded Age. The I'm trying to remember now what happened in the end of the show. At the end of the show. <laughs> wow. What well, happens? So much. Well, because we've watched The Crown since then, so now I've got well, the Crown yeah. in my mind. So at the end of the show, Miss Brooke yep. ends her engagement to her cousin, Dashiell, and um, I forget Aunt Ada's new married name, but her husband died and left her a bunch of money, so she was able to keep um, Aunt Agnes's home. Because her son Oscar had got scammed out of all their family money. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. And Mrs. Russell was successful in getting everybody to convert. Not everybody, but a lot of people to convert to the Met Opera House as opposed to the Academy. To the scorn of Mrs. Astor. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that whole Oscar thing really was devastating. Yeah. Yeah, I felt felt bad for. I really, really enjoyed. Who's the actress that played Aunt Agnes? Uh, the one from The Grinch. Yep. Yep. Let's see. Hold on. I had this brought up so I could reference this easily. <laughs> Her name um, is Christine Barinsky. Yep. Okay. Well, she was great. She was great. She was very good in that role. Um, and I'm I am not a fan of Cynthia Nixon. I didn't like her in Sex and the City, but I grew to really like her in The Gilded Age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked her quite a bit in The Gilded Age as well. So yeah, I was just kind of ran out of stuff to watch. And I was watching HBO or flipping through it, and like it was one of their like spotlight things. So I just clicked on the first episode, thinking I'd fall asleep, and ended up watching a couple episodes. And then I got kind of hooked, and I texted Daniel, and I was like, "You got to watch this." I don't know why I like it so much, but I can't stop watching it. (laughs) And then I got hooked, and then (laughs) I was watching an episode, and Coley's sitting here and not watching it but she's seeing it you know she starts to follow along and then she starts to get into it and I catch her looking up at it and watching it every once in a while <laughs> putting her phone down and just watching it and then she's like alright can we start this over <laughs> like, <it's> like yep <laughs> so we started from the first episode and watched the whole thing and then we watched season two um yep yeah, it's it's good. It's it's interesting to parallel it to like this day and age and just it see is. how people lived. Um 
But also, like, you know, it was a time of such uh, income disparity. Yeah, similar definitely. Similar to... How is it not... Similar to, to today. Exactly. That's why it's... Uh, that's yeah. why it's relevant. Well, that's what I was curious. Like, is it the same today? And, like, I imagine... I don't know. Maybe because I live in rural areas, and clearly there's people that have more money than others, but, like, y'all still go to the same grocery stores and the same schools like not there's really not, there's not private schools here i guess except for oh there are here there yeah. are here yeah. yeah so i was yeah i was curious like is it still that way like where you guys live and um oh i mean i know in new york city like where you live is still like a huge status symbol and who you associate with and which parties you get invited to and whatnot not just in New York, but in like high society and with the elites in general, like, um, but it feels different. I don't know. I like the way I, I was intrigued by how proper things were, but also how like pointed, right? Like everybody was, it's like in today's, society it doesn't seem like people make it a point to try to be polite assholes right like they're just going to come right out and tell you to fuck off where it was more sophisticated when when like mrs russell would tell off (laughs) right (laughs) somebody in the show and i just yeah i'm amused by it no you said a bunch of times you wish we still talk that way (laughs) yeah i just really like the way they talk talk it's polite yeah. and formal, yeah. and I kind of like that. Like, there's nothing wrong with being in- informal. Like, I still call all the kids as teachers Miss or Mrs. or Mr. when, like, all the other parents are calling them, you know, Holly and Katie and whatever. Oh, and no, I, we definitely do Mr. and Mrs. and Miss. Yeah. And the last names, yeah. like, we don't. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's so, not only that, though. It's just that, like, the words... They use the way they actually talk. It's it's um. It rhymes, you know. Yeah, it does rhyme. It's quite poetic. Like, like I, no. I I loved how like Aunt Aunt Agnes was like so stubborn and so particular and like kind of like rude, but uh. She has a huge heart. She does have a huge heart. But also, like, they, um, Ada and I forget that girl's name suddenly. Marion. Marion could essentially tell her to shut up and she would. Like, right. In my mind, if I would have said that to a high, like, I don't know, I couldn't have got away with that with my grandma. My grandma certainly wasn't nearly as sophisticated as Aunt Agnes. But she, yeah, she. So I think Daniel and I talked a little bit about this. She was very progressive for the time, and I think that mm. that's why I liked her character so much. And kind of at the end, I honestly felt bad for her. Like I was like, "Come on, just let her still run the household, right?" Yeah, yeah. Mm, no, I was pretty excited that he was going to run the household. <laughs> I was like, yes. Well, we'll yeah. see how it really shakes out. Right? It's true. I know because there's a third season. There will is be there, a third season. Is there for sure? Yes, there is for sure. I was waiting okay. to surprise you. 
Okay, I didn't know because I just already, well, no, I just googled it the other day and it hadn't been said for sure. So they just announced it. They just announced like so, two days ago. Yeah, or a day ago. Cool. So we didn't reach out. We were going to try to surprise you if you hadn't heard. So yes. Well, I am surprised. I am pleasantly Third surprised. Third season. So, and um, I'm so happy, Marion left. And like said no to her engagement. Oh, yeah, that felt. I was clapping. Yeah, you're happy. Was... You did, she didn't marry her cousin. <clears throat> no, <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> that well, that too. I think that was somewhat standard or common back then. It didn't seem like to like were they first cousins though. I never was clear on that. No, I think it was by marriage. It was by marriage. Oh, okay. So like her gotcha. actual cousin was his wife. That was, passed was away. his wife. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing against Dashiell, but that just that never felt right. No. So do you think she'll end up with? The young Mr. Russell? Yes, please. Kind, kind of headed that way. I hope so. But it does seem like Mrs. Russell isn't going to really be happy with that. Yeah, but the young Mr. Russell has proven that he doesn't give a shit what she thinks when it comes to exactly. his love life. Yeah, true. true. Also, what about that Oscar- concept of where young men could sleep around and nobody thought anything of it, but if a woman did it, which is still... I mean, I'm true like, still to true, true to this day. It's <laughs> still true to this day. Speaking of, do you think but but Oscar's I mean, like back then, it was out. like a reputation destroyer. Like you were right. right. True. Do, do I think what Daniel? Do we think that Oscar's going to be found out that he's gay or bi or whatever? Yeah. Mm, he's gay. He's just pretending. Yeah. He's yeah. Bi. He's definitely gay. He's just. I don't know if he's going to be found out. Like, they don't make it a huge part of the plot line. Like, it really hasn't even come up since the first one or two episodes, right? Other yeah. than, you know, you can tell when he's with Mr. Adams that there's affection there. But it's not like there's been a whole lot of gay sex scenes or anything. No, um, but it's interesting to see them when they're out in society. And they're yes. both, like, you know, quote-unquote, like, pretending to be excited to be hitting on women. Yes. <laughs> but they're, like, but they're almost, like, peacocking and, like... You know, now it's like a game with them to see which one they can get, even though they're yeah. going to go home to each other. Yeah. 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 It's more for stature and getting the right. best mm-hmm. best prize. I don't know. I don't know if, if it's going to be found out that he's gay. If it is, I don't really know what direction they would take with it. Like, mm. with- Well, I just wonder if, like, his... The woman who um, fleeced him for all the money yeah. is going to, like find out somehow or something. I don't know. I don't know. I, think, I feel like there's... I think she's gone. Something could happen. Yeah, it wouldn't be wise of her to come back in the picture. No, it wouldn't. You're right. Yeah. I don't know. That, but he sort of that whole plot point is kind of confusing, though. Like, it doesn't really fit, but I just let it slide. Well, and it was... Sorry. Go ahead. No, I just, like, in that situation where everybody knows everybody's business, like, this person just kind of slipped under the radar and nobody really yeah, knew them really except vetted. for except for the one cousin or aunt or whoever right. that was. Right. Yeah, that, that seemed odd to me. And then <coughs> it was kind of um, an easy cop-out. I think they had to do it because I, I told Coley, like, it felt like, that episode wrapped up as well as they could do it without knowing for sure that they were being renewed for a third season. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't a series finale necessarily, 
but it because they needed to leave some stuff open, but they also needed to give us a sense of closure. So they kind of had to um, resolve the whole, you know, bankruptcy plotline. Yeah. But but it did feel a little bit cheap for them to just suddenly find out that, uh, you know, that, oh my God, Cynthia Nixon's character. What's Ada. Her Ada's husband was secretly rich. I kind of, I mean, I didn't expect that all along, but but I kind of expected that to happen probably in the second to the last episode. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, something just didn't feel right. Like, you weren't, that wasn't the end of, of Aunt Agnes. Yeah. Like, you just knew something was happening. So I wasn't exactly sure how that was going to play out. Um, but I thought that was potentially possible and then when she mentioned she hadn't went through his things yet i'm like oh yep she's gonna find out he had money that's gonna save the day that was cool i mean i like it they were so cute though Uh, yeah that really made my heart hurt honestly it did i know that was that was rough yeah um oh captain my captain so captain my captain right because he was in dead poet society that's a good movie yeah, I need to watch um, that. It's been a while. Me too. What about Mr. Russell? I I thought he was a very interesting character. He was a very interesting character. I like that he didn't murder all the strikers. That was good. Yes, that yes, was that good. was good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not yeah. sh- sure, like, if he's just trying to convince his partner or banker or whoever that guy is or himself that he's still going to play hardball like after that initial six months or whatever or if he's actually like getting some sort of conscience and is going to try to treat his employees better i don't really know i don't fully trust him yet Um, yeah he's so the first season i thought like oh you know he's he's a really savvy businessman and kind of cutthroat when it comes to business, but you know, he seems like a good person. And then the second season, he just kind of took a turn and became a little evil um, and less likable. In what regard? I, I don't know. He was more overtly against, you know, I think once it started to be, um, once the union plotline picked up, it was it was like, oh, you know, this guy is only out f- to make himself rich. He does not it took care you what it takes. To the second season to figure that out. See, I felt more like that in the first season. I thought the second yeah. season is when he showed a little bit of vulnerability and and potential so I decency. Guess, I guess I didn't mind. The first season, because his victims were other oh, wealthy people, people that were trying to fuck him over. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, that exactly. makes sense. Yeah. And then in the second season, he was fucking over the little guys. So yeah. yes, I get that. Yeah, I, I I like Mr. Russell. I think that he's um, pretty straightforward, at least. And yeah, I like how he goes to great lengths to help his wife even if he doesn't agree with it 
um me too thinks, thinks <laughs> i'm sure you do <laughs> thinks, thinks there are maybe better ways to approach those things you know for like of course he's got the means to do that so that's different he's not worried about shoving washcloths and stockings because he can afford to <laughs> keep the entire crew working to get the metropolitan up and running on time I bet he paid them better than he paid his, his own laborers. But anyway, um, he seems reasonable. He seems logical. And I think as it pertains to the strikes, he really was initially just kind of going with what the other people were doing. So I don't know. I think when he was at that guy's house and saw the family, I think that that really impacted him. So I hope that he will... Well, and he's the one that came around when Larry wanted to do architecture and not go into yeah. banking with him. Like, he's the one yeah. that finally came around. Yeah. You know, I think he's yeah. more... True. Um, has more of a heart and more of a conscience than Bertha. Bertha oh. only wants what Bertha wants. Yeah, she, she does not strike me as a Bertha. That She's name does Bertha. not fit her. Bertha Russell. Her only <laughs> concern is improving her place in society. Like right. you could, she's like essentially putting her daughter out to the highest bidder, regardless of what her daughter thinks. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she does bow down a little bit to her son, but I think that's because he's male, and she just that's just the way it is, right? <coughs> but like, she seems like the type of person that if she could get away with it, she would have had. Uh, Mrs. Blaine? Was that her name? Anyway, his lover murdered. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 As opposed to totally. uh, sort of taking the chance I, and bringing the, that shame. My f- favorite line in the second season, though, was when <laughs> when <laughs> she thinks that the Duke is going to the, the <laughs> Academy. Yeah. And... And Mr. Russell's like, there'll be other Dukes. She goes, I don't want another, another Duke. Duke. I want that Duke. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't that wasn't Bertha. That was the one who was the maid that married the old guy. Oh, that's yeah, what it that was. That was Mrs. Right. Yeah, Mrs. Right. Winterton. I'm sorry. Mrs. Was Winterton, Mr. Who, Mrs. Was, Winterton, who was the maid. You're right. And she just stomped up the stairs. I don't want another Duke. I but the thing is, they're both pretty similar, right? Yeah. You well, can't blame me for getting them confused. They've both they been are... naked in George's bed. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but George did turn her down, right? Like, so he didn't take that bait. That's right. just another evidence that he is a good guy. No, he does seem like a, a pretty pretty decent dude, without a doubt. Yeah, the, yeah, sure, uh, sure. So let me ask this other question: than paying poverty wages and yep. Daniel, if some woman snuck into your room naked and and tried to initiate the wompity womp with you and you refused her, would you tell Coley about it or would you just hope that it never came up? Depends on who the woman was. (laughs) (laughs) See, so I I feel like in this case, like he, he made a logical in his mind decision to not say anything because he felt that his wife needed this woman as her maid or whatever the the her helper, whatever they call yeah. them. Ladies since, maid. Since nothing happened, no harm, no foul. But I can also see why Mrs. Russell would not be happy about that knowledge what, being withheld from her. Do you, do you think he did wrong? 
He should have told her. He should have told her? Yeah, yeah, I agree. He should have told her. Especially because he did nothing wrong. Like, he did the right thing. Mm. Yeah. It makes it seem like he didn't when you hide it. Yes. Right, right. But we know that he did the right thing. Right. I mean, if the woman who is folding my washcloths sneaks (laughs) into your bed, I would like to know. Yes. (laughs) If she's folding... Coley's washcloth in one moment and is trying to touch your new underwear in a in a <laughs> forbidden fashion in the next moment. <laughs> That's okay. I'll just be playing my switch. I'll yeah. ignore her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. um, sure. Let's see. Um, is it Selena uh, Gomez? The young Mr. Russell. <clears throat> what? Oh, is that <laughs> the one sneaking into your bed? Wait, wait, Hendricks. wait, now. Christina Hendricks. <laughs> yeah, we Whatever happened to her? I think you were cutting out. Who? Can Can you hear me now? Yes, we can hear you now. I said, whatever happened to Christina Hendricks? Um, she was in the good, in good Girls for a yeah, long she, time. Yeah, she was Good Girls? No. That's not what it's called, is it? Wasn't it? The one where they rob the bank or whatever? Yeah. That's Isn't that Good Girls? Good Girls. I don't think it's Good Girls. Look up Christina Hendricks. <laughs> I mistyped and typed yeah, Good that's Girls. What it was. She, was, she was Beth Boland in Good Girls. Yeah. Oh, it is called Good yeah. Girls. Okay. Yeah, she was in that. I don't know. She yeah. lives on in my fantasies. What? With Selena Gomez? Yes. Ah. Both of them. There you go. Together. Quinn knows this so much that when Selena comes on the radio, she's like, Daddy, it's your girlfriend. That's okay. She also says that her real father is John John Mayer. Mayer, I was going to say, what does she say when John Mayer comes on? (laughs) (coughs) That's my dad. Yeah, so that's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Good times. Right. Did you know that the yeah, daughter, still the Russell's daughter, yeah, Gladys, is the sister? So, you, have you seen the movie Depart the Departed? Oh, uh, right, yeah, no. Oh, oh, Jeremy, you should see oh, the Departed. Oh, it's so good. So good. Um, but the there's a girl in the Departed, and the like the main female character. Oh, in yes, that I've movie. seen that movie a long, long, long time ago. Yeah, the she is her sister. Oh, okay. Because when we were watching, I was like, that looks, she looks so familiar. And I couldn't place it because she does look a lot like her sister. Um, but yeah, so that's my little tidbit. I don't really see it. So it was wild to me that you'd caught that. But, I did catch that. But we've, you love The Departed. I we've do. Watched, we watched The Departed, I don't know, once a year probably. Cause... Yeah. It's about time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm still, I'm still making my way through the Lord of the Rings movies. From Christmas. Christmas. Mm-hmm. All right. Your favorite Gilded Age character is? Oh. Um. The writer lady. Oh, Peggy Scott? Yeah. Okay. Miss Scott, yep. yeah. All right. What about you, Jeremy? Um. <clears throat> well... I wasn't expecting this question. I know. Right? right? Me neither. My, like, 
the most intriguing character or favorite character? So the one that I like the most is probably Marion, just because she's young and independent and um, making her way. But I am fascinated by Mrs. Russell. I really am. Like, she just amuses the hell out of me. Yep. Cool. Yep. Yep, totally. I know who yours is. What about you, Coley? So, one of my favorite characters is Marion's blue dress with the pink flowers, because I just am obsessed <laughs> with that dress. And yes. I like that they wear dresses more than once, <clears throat> um, but I love that dress. Like, I would wear that dress. I think it's amazing. Um, but the human character that's my favorite is Jack uh, Trotter, the... Um, Watchmaker. The wa- the oh, I was just going to say, John, I think is his character's name, is, is also yeah. one of my favorite like, storylines. Yes. I love him so much. He's got like the cutest smile. He gets like so genuinely happy. Yeah. I love him. Yeah, I'm rooting for him. I really hope yep. that his patent, patent comes through in his that, patent. that uh, Mr. Russell can help him without screwing him over. Young, yeah. young Mr. Russell. I young trust. Mr. I trust that. Mr. Russell, maybe I shouldn't. Yeah, well, I do too because, so, the part that made me really think that he's, uh, you know, he is his dad, but he's also probably different, was the woman that designed the Brooklyn Bridge, or that was, like, the fact that he made it a point to make sure that she got credit for it. Yeah. 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 He's a good, good person, seems like. So we'll see what happens. Yes. They'll and then season maybe he'll he'll marry Marion, and they'll just build an archway, like above ground walkway, enclosed between the Russell oh. Palace and the Van Ryan House. And I mean, be... he is friends with the woman who designed the Brooklyn Bridge. <coughs> well, and he's sure. an architect so himself. Just, just bring him, bring her back, and then yes. he, oh yeah, he could do it himself. Well, they could all collaborate. And, right. And how do we feel about Peggy Scott and walking away from the newspaper? Well, <laughs> she, yes. I hope she finds a better opportunity. Right. And yeah. I think that she probably just couldn't. Like, she, clearly she has, I don't know, she probably had some feelings for that dude and he was married and just didn't well, want to. Yeah, she was in love with him. Didn't want to be that person. No, I think she did the right thing, but that's just, I don't know. Was, did he do the right I thing? I feel bad for her. No, he shouldn't have kissed her. Yeah, he should not have kissed her. Mm-mm. And he shouldn't have traveled with her alone. In that time. In that time. Period. You know? Yeah. True. Yeah, she's she's a fascinating character. She's been through a lot. Losing her child and mm-hmm. what her dad did to her. and Yeah. And all of that mess. <clears throat> but it's a good show. I'm glad season three is is booked probably won't see it till like 2027 at this point yeah yeah seriously seriously. but i'm so excited last of us season two is starting filming like in the next couple weeks i think yeah it's supposed to be out in 2025 and i believe house of the dragon still supposed to come out late this year right this year yeah yeah i mean this year started (laughs) yesterday well, I said late this year. Yeah, but still. <laughs> I'm just year. saying, you still got a ways to go. <laughs> at least we're at least we're in the year and not waiting till next year. Yeah. There you go. <clears throat> there you go. Glass half full. All right. So, um, 
I'm fading. I think I've yawned about a dozen times. You yawned before we started. So. Yeah. What? Yawning on the podcast? I know. Mm. I At least he's not apologize. eating something. Yeah. I don't eat on the podcast. Anymore. What did what did what did I know. What did Bogey get for Christmas? <laughs> he got a stuffed Bogey. Nice. <laughs> we got we got him a stuffed dachshund that looks just like him because we wanted to see if he would be paternal. And um, no, he's killed it. <laughs> <laughs> but my mom had a very good yep. point. Bogey doesn't know what he looks like. Oh. Is right? He, is like, he Bogey doesn't know what he looks like. Well, he doesn't have a mirror. <laughs> How does he know what he looks like? He doesn't stare at his reflection in the window. You don't make him no, watch. He's too busy. He's too busy. <laughs> no, he's barking. too busy watching everybody else outside yeah. the window. You don't make him watch videos of himself. He barely lets us take his picture. It's so funny. He hates. You could hold a mirror up to him, and he will not look He'll at it. He'll turn away. And then you try to take his picture, and he he. He stops what he's doing. That was whatever it was that was funny or cute. He will stop doing it. The boy lacks self confidence. I hate looking <laughs> in mirrors myself. He just doesn't perform. But he, yeah, he liked his little, and he got new treats. Yep. Uh, so yeah, he's fine. I'm good. Yep. And he got some washcloths. I was going to say, maybe you could tie a knot in the washcloth and you could play tug-of-war with him. He's a cheat toy. You get a washcloth and you get a washcloth <coughs> and you get a washcloth. It's for his baths. Uh-huh. Yep. Because right. everybody, see, everybody needed a washcloth. That's right. Everybody in the house needed one. Look, it's a practical gift, Daniel. It's a practical Thank gift you. that you get, like, a sister. Not a wife. Thank you, Jeremy. I don't live with my sister. The house we needed washcloths. So then, if you just so then said when we you, needed washcloths, I would have just bought us washcloths. <laughs> so then, when you're out like at Bed Bath and Beyond, getting her favorite fragrances and some nice bath bombs, you can swing by Ross Dress for Less and pick up some washcloths for the house. They don't got to go under the tree. In the stocking. Yeah. Like. Next year, we just do presents for each other. I, that's what I was going to say. Why don't you just do presents? <laughs> yeah, just, we tried a new thing this year. It did not work really for either of just, us. Just, so we will go back to spending spend just, as much. just as much on a present. Just ven- um, Venmo each other like 100 bucks. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, ultimately with gift cards and stuff, I decided I was just going to treat myself. And I got myself Spider-Man 2 and, and Mario Odyssey. And I'm enjoying both of them. Yeah. You know what I've bought myself? Mario Odyssey, Odyssey especially. That game is delightful. Yes, Coley, Col- I mean? would like to know what you bought yourself. <laughs> I bought myself silicone straw covers because I now have a Stanley whose <laughs> straw is just out and about <laughs> collecting germs. So I had to buy myself a cover. I How'd that work out for you? They haven't come. <laughs> I ordered a Stanley, and now I'm kind of regretting it. I ordered it from eBay, so it's taken like six weeks to get here because it's from China. So it may or may not even be real. But <laughs> no. What do you mean you, they haven't come? You lost them. Oh Well, I had ordered some. They came when his family was here. Somehow they got thrown out or lost, so I had to order other ones. I did not throw them out. <laughs> so they cover your straw so it doesn't get contaminated or so that it doesn't yeah. leak? 
contaminated. So can you not just close a Stanley up, like, all the way? No, the straw sticks out. You can't take the straw. I thought you could take the... Oh, my God. I didn't know that. If there's a way to do it, I don't know it. Hmm. I think you can... Um, but I think that makes it a little more prone to leaking. But that's just. But I'm not sure. Okay. Because I think if the straw, I if think you take the straw out, does that thing turn? Let's see, let's see. Okay, now can you turn that and close it? No. Oh. Yeah. We'll turn it again. No. Yes. yes. Yeah, you can. There's a there's a turning mechanism, Jeremy. Okay. Oh, now you know. Now you know. That is kind of a pain to have to take the straw out. See, I love my hydro flask because of the flip-up lid, but the base is so huge that it doesn't fit in any cup holders, and there's no handle. I can't even... I wouldn't be able to do no. that without a straw. Yeah. Well, that's why we like the... I have liked the Owalas, because there's, like, one called a free sip. So you, it has, like, a straw mechanism, but you can also chug it at the same time, like, tip yeah. it up a little bit and chug it. And then it's covered when you don't... when you're not using it. So... That's just me putting the straw back in there. Awala is definitely uh, better. Yeah, they were they on, just, on the Mommy Markdown. They linked some Awalas that were on sale, and I was like, oh, those actually look cooler than Stanley's. So we got them um, in the beginning of COVID. I think Awala was still pretty new, and yeah. they were doing a buy one, get one free for healthcare workers. Um, I think because, like, the straws and everything cover, like, they were very good for infection control for yeah. healthcare workers. So I got us them then, and then we all, like, we have so many of them. We all have a couple. Um, they're definitely worth it. This ca- podcast brought to you by Awala. By Awala. Not Stanley. Not Stanley. Well, maybe I'll resell my Stanley on eBay and buy an Awala. There you go. There you go. There you go. Sell ours and... Buy a Coley and a Walla, because that's what she really wanted. But I got her a Stanley instead. Hmm. What color is yeah. it? I mean, he did do well. It is black. It's oh, nice that's the looking. kind I bought. It is. It's black with like a uh, silver ring on the yeah. top. Yeah, it's the one I so, bought. If it ever. It shows is up. good looking. <clears throat> I'm just getting used to it. So. You'll love it. You're, before he you did know get it, the right color. You're gonna buy one of those snack trays that fits over the top of it. <laughs> I was looking at those. It's like I don't know if I can go there. <laughs> That's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Good times. All right. All right. We gotta go. Okay. Bye, babe. Wait. <laughs> I gotta finish the show up. I'm waiting. You're the one that I'm got doing quiet. it. <laughs> this is what he does to me every night, babe. Let's go to bed. And then he just sits there. <laughs> and then he looks at me, he's like, come on, I said, let's go to bed. <laughs> but he's been sitting there for like 10 minutes. That's funny. So anyway, thank you for joining us tonight. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Jeremy. It's a pleasure, as always. And thank you, good listeners, for joining us for this episode of Of Course We Have a Podcast. We'll see you next time. And we'll talk about something else. Who knows? Something other than the Gilded Age, maybe. Maybe. Who something knows? something that rhymes. Something that we could talk something about. Something poetic. Busta rhymes. <clears throat> Do you think Uncle or Cousin Phil thinks I'm the second best part of this podcast, at least? Yes. Okay. 
Yeah. Or was that too fast? And then Sorry. and then it's Bogey's periodic <laughs> jingle jangles. And then then Quinn. And then and then Quinn coming in and saying then, hi. And then, and then Joe. And then Joe. And then way down at the bottom, that's me. That makes sense. Yep. Um. Anyway, I hope Becky did have a Merry Christmas. I hope Becky had a Merry Christmas too. Gosh. That Becky. Well, well, now I have to tell say who Becky is. Let's pretend she's from the Gilded Age and let's call her Rebecca. Sure, Rebecca. Okay. Miss Rebecca. Miss Rebecca. Becky is the girl who had my phone number before I changed and got this phone number. Over ten years ago now. Yeah, Quinn was. Yeah. Quinn, yeah. Ten yeah. And a half years ago. No, I was. Coley was, was pregnant, pregnant with Quinn. Right, yep. you were pregnant. Yep. Um. So, she, I'm like when I first got the number, she texted me and was like, "Hi, just curious who got my old number." And I was like, "Um, hi, you know." <laughs> Hello. That's, and, that's weird. And then, and then I got a text from her boyfriend saying, "Please don't be texting my girlfriend." I was like, "I wasn't." She <laughs> texted me. She was texting me. I don't have any clue who this girl is. And then and then periodically for the last 10 years I have gotten random texts from people. Um for a while there it was dudes definitely trying to hit Becky up. And then and then it was relatives on her birthday. Um, saying happy birthday. Shout Becky. out to Uncle Gary. Uncle Gary. And some other people. And then a couple of years ago, I got a text. Is this the guy who has Becky's old phone number? And I was like, yeah, that's me. And they were just like, we're all together. The whole family's together. And we were just talking <laughs> about how you used to text us funny things when we would text you instead of Becky. And, uh, Apparently, you know, they were like, thank you for, you know, making us laugh. And I was like, yeah, you're welcome. But then I thought, you know, the Becky saga was over and I wasn't going to receive any more Becky text messages. But then, <clears throat> sorry, Christmas time, I get this text. Merry Christmas, Aunt Becky. Which one? I didn't even know she was an aunt. Two, I'm pretty sure <laughs> she's. Let you know. She's she's much younger than me. I think, maybe not much younger, but younger. So, this kid, who she's an aunt of, I'm assuming is not that old either. So, how long has this kid had the wrong number for her? Right. What if she's still giving it out because she doesn't want her family to know where she is? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. No, you're right. You could compromise her safety. So I had to text a poor kid and say, hey, uh, this isn't Becky's phone number anymore. Hasn't been for 10 years. Sorry, your aunt doesn't love you. Yeah. I said that. Did you say that? Yeah, I did. No, (laughs) you didn't say that. See, I wonder if this is like Uncle Gary's granddaughter. 
Maybe it's Uncle Gary's daughter. I feel like Uncle Gary's too old to have a daughter that young. Yeah. Yeah, I, you're probably right. Yeah, you're right. Maybe so it is Uncle Gary's, Gary's granddaughter. Wait a minute. No, that can't be right. <clears throat> no, because so, it's got to be Becky's be. sister's daughter. Right. Or brother's daughter, Becky's sibling's daughter. Right. One of Becky's siblings. Yeah. Child. Hmm. Maybe. I, I guess we don't know if it's a daughter or a son. No. Maybe she's in the witness protection program. Maybe she is. Maybe she's a that's ghost. Yeah. Maybe that's why the guy was telling me not to text her. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe. she was kidnapped. Perhaps. We should start a podcast about this. Oh. Get to the bottom of it. Maybe she's missing and somebody has her cell phone and is just using it to make it look like she's still alive even though they murdered her. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. It could happen. Yep. All right. You know what else could happen? I could go to sleep. Okay. <clears throat> Good night, Daniel. All right. It's been nice night, chatting Jeremy. with you all. You too. Good night, babe. No, oh, good night, babe. <laughs> Come to bed. Okay. Coley's got to go okay. wash her face with her new washcloth. She'll meet you in bed when she's done. <laughs> good yep. night, Jeremy. Good night, guys. I will talk to you soon. Bye.